0: Hello. Hi. I'm Sarah. And I'm Casey. And we are. Relatively, Relatively dark. dark. We are back. Again. Guess who's back? Back again. Mm. We are back. Mm. Mm, a mm, mm. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? <laughs> <laughs> Guess <laughs> <he's bad>. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, okay. So, <clears throat> I'm just gonna get into it because we are a little crunched for time today, and nobody likes a lot of chit chat. So, sounds good to me. Let's go. Swoop. Here we go. Um. First off, this one is fairly graphic. Okay. Injuries in it are very graphic. So, if you don't want to listen to it, that's fine. You don't like all gory details, then feel free to move along. Yes, um, we are going to be talking about the brutal murder of Kelly Ann Bates. Okay, have you
0: heard of this? No, shocker. <laughs> um, <laughs> as in the case, in about 90% of the things you cover, wait, 95, wait, 99.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Kelly Ann Bates was born May 18th, 1978, in Hattersley, England. Okay, her parents were Margaret and Tommy Bates. She was a middle child. Mm-hmm. She had two brothers. They were a very close family. Everyone described Kelly as bubbly. She was athletic, pretty much a tomboy. Mm-hmm. And they said that she had an old soul. Mm. She was mature for her age, and she liked hanging hang out with people that were a little older than her. She just felt, I guess, more of a connection. Right. And she aspired to become a teacher. Aww. She loved kids, so she would babysit all the time. A couple different sources said 1992 or 1993. Mm -hmm. Um, One of those years, at the time she was 14, she met and started dating a guy named Dave Smith. Okay. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary at first, but eventually she started sneaking out of the house at night Mm -hmm. to go be with Dave, and she would later on be gone for days at a time. Wow. Okay. Okay. Her parents were obviously concerned because yeah. of her age, but she didn't didn't really seem to be any more obsessed with her relationship with Dave than what most normal teenagers would be. like it's not abnormal for them to sneak out of the house to see their boyfriend right and want to spend all their time with him. You right. know what I mean? so Margaret and Tommy didn't necessarily approve, but they weren't sure what to do, okay. Eventually, Kelly started spending most of her time at Dave's house, pretty much living with him, and this is when his controlling personality really started coming out. Mm -mm -mm. She would leave his house, and then he'd call Margaret to let her know that she was on her way home, Okay. and then he'd call again the second that she walked in the door. Wow. Like, he had it timed perfectly. Yeah. And he would freak out if she wasn't there yet. Wow. Um, There was a YouTube video that I watched about this. Her name is Emma Kinney. Okay. She did a really good job covering it. She said that because Kelly was so young, she kind of saw this as he really does love me. He really does care. He's worried about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at this point, her parents hadn't met Dave yet. And this is almost two
0: years into their relationship. Do you have Dave's age at the moment?
1: Yes, I do
0: like right now. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs)
1: That's funny. Um, They had only talked to him on the phone. Okay. When they finally did meet him, Mm -hmm. they found out his age. He was 32 years old. What? He was twice Kelly's age. Oh my gosh. Apparently, when Kelly had told her parents about him, she made him out to be like a classmate. Yeah. If anything, maybe a few years older because she did you know hang out with an older crowd yeah like maybe somebody who had just started college or something not 32 oh my gosh they met because he was friends with some of the parents of the kids that she had babysat Ugh. he offered to walk her home to keep her safe Mm-hmm. that's kind of how that started apparently both margaret and tommy got a really bad feeling about this guy the first time they met him Mm -hmm. Margaret had mentioned that she happened to notice a bread knife in the kitchen and she had like an urge to stab him. Wow. With that bread knife. And she said later on that the biggest regret of her life was not killing him in that moment. Oh my gosh. So that just kind of sets the tone for lays the groundwork for how the rest of this story goes. Yeah. They tried everything they could to put a stop to their relationship but you can only do so much. They didn't want to lose her. You know, they didn't want to push her away. Right. Did they press charges against him? Well, at the time when they finally figured out his age and stuff like that, she was 16, which is the age of consent. So there wasn't any legal action that could be taken against him in that aspect.
0: Is that the same over here? Because I thought that it was anything under 18. I
1: will get to that shortly.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Um, It wasn't long, though, before Kelly's parents started noticing the bruises. Mm. She would give the classic excuses. She fell. Mm -hmm. She ran into something. She hit it on this, hit it on that. One day she came home and half of her face was one big bruise. Oh, my gosh. She told her mom that she was jumped by some girls on her way home and that an older couple had helped her, like helped her get home. Margaret wasn't buying it because the girls jumping her wasn't really believable, but also that couple that supposedly helped her, they would at the very least have came to the door to tell her parents or something. Yeah. So they knew it was Dave. Mm -mm -mm. Um, Another time Kelly came home with a bite mark on her hand. It was super deep and was close to becoming infected. Ew. By now Kelly had lost a lot of weight she wasn't taking care of herself, wasn't regularly bathing. She was wearing baggy clothes. She wasn't her bubbly self. Mm-hmm. She would barely talk. She always, you know, walked with her head down. Mm-hmm. And another podcast that I listened to, Shout Out to Morbid, they said that in situations like that, you really just become a shell of yourself. Yeah. And that's what was happening to Kelly. mm It was obviously clear to her parents that she was suffering from serious domestic abuse. Also on the same podcast, they brought up that when you have people like that, they're grooming you basically. Mm -hmm. Tell you, you don't need to wear makeup. Who are you wearing makeup for? Why are you dressing like that? Who are you dressing nice for? It's a slow, gradual... Yes. They isolate them from those that they're closest to, and then they will manipulate them into thinking... That they're the only person that they need. And they're the only person that truly loves them and truly understands them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He was nice to Kellyanne. He was charming at first. She liked the attention. Yeah. The thing with grooming is that they manipulate them into thinking they do care. Yeah. When clearly they don't. Right. Groomers often buy their victims all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, the same YouTuber that I talked about earlier, she pointed out that at 14, you're not thinking about gifts like cars and houses. You're thinking of things like teddy bears and candies and flowers. Mm -hmm. So their expectations are very low, which is ideal, unfortunately, for groomers Mm -hmm. like this piece of poop. Yeah. So on November 30th, 1995, Kelly officially moved in with Dave. Ugh. None of her friends or her family heard from her once she moved in with him. Her parents would occasionally get cards for their anniversary, their birthdays and stuff, Mm -hmm. but they were all from Dave. None of them were sent from, or sent by Kellyanne. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to get to know a little more about the man that their daughter was living with. Okay. Well, his name wasn't Dave. Oh, okay. His real name was... Yeah. His real name was James Patterson Smith. Okay. And he wasn't really 32. Oh, my gosh. He was 48 years old. Ew. He was one year older than Kelly's dad. Ugh. Apparently, her mom had asked around town if anybody knew Dave, 32-year-old, mm-hmm. like after she first met him, and nobody knew of him.
0: Well, yeah, because he which,
1: wasn't 32-year-old Dave. yeah. And it was weird to her, kind of threw up red flags, because they lived in a very small town. Yeah. Like, nobody knew who he was. Mm-mm. So, after that, she calls and questions him, and that's when she found out his real name and his real age. Mm-mm-mm. But, like I said earlier, by the time she found out, Kellyanne was 16. Gotcha. The legal age in the UK was 16, so they couldn't force her to leave and come yeah. home. They couldn't do anything. Here, you had asked about, I have it in my notes. In 34 states, the legal age is 16. In six states, it is 17. And in 11 states, it is 18. Kentucky is one of the 34 states that the legal age is 16. I did not know that. I didn't either. Unless I looked at the wrong thing, I will link it. And if I'm wrong,
0: somebody, you know, email and let me know. But, yeah. So, just for people who aren't aware, if I'm wrong on this, obviously, correct me. But anyone who is over 18, regardless of whatever the age of consent is, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if they, if it's consensual or not. If you have any type of sexual relations with someone who is under that age limit, you're Yeah, statutory rape. Right. Yes, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. It means that there were relations that they said it was okay, but you are not in any right to do anything because of the age. Even if they consent, it's like they're not in the right mindset to say, yes, I agree to this. Yeah. So
1: to continue about James Patterson Smith, his real name, he was unemployed. He divorced his wife of 10 years in 1980, who he continually abused throughout their marriage. Mm -hmm. Just to kind of put it into perspective, when he got divorced after being married for 10 years, Kelly was two years old. From 1980 to 1982, he dated 20 year old Tina Watson. Tina said that he would slap her, kick her, punch her, sometimes hitting her in the head with an ashtray. My gosh. And she also said that he once tried to drown her while she was taking a bath while she was pregnant with his child. No good grief. So he tried to kill her and their unborn child. It's evil. Luckily, Tina was able to get away from that relationship, and he then began dating fifteen-year-old Wendy Mottershead. Same abusive behavior. Tried to drown her in the kitchen sink. My goodness. So most likely, the girls he's going after keep getting younger, for a mixture of different reasons mm-hmm. that Emma Kinney described very well. One, he's probably attracted to younger girls. Yup. You. Just that aspect of it alone. He may also think they're younger, they're more naive, they're easier to manipulate. Yep.
0: More influential. Mm-hmm.
1: And they probably don't have much, if any, dating experience. hmm So they may start to think they deserve the abuse that's being inflicted on them. So he meets a girl, he's nice, he's charming, he grooms them, and then he grows increasingly more violent. Right. That's like his pattern. Mm-hmm. Now we are going to talk about April 16th, 1996. Okay. James, a.k.a. Dave, goes to the police station and tells the officers that he accidentally killed his girlfriend, Kelly, Hmm. while she was in the tub after an argument. Wow. He said he tried to revive her and was unsuccessful. He said they had been, quote, going at it in the bathtub and she accidentally swallowed water. (laughs) What? Wow. End quote. Wow. So you're arguing and she just happens to swallow enough water while you're right there to drown. Yeah. When the police go to James's home, they find Kelly naked in the bathtub, and it is very clear that her death was no accident, right? It was later discovered that Kelly had been brutally tortured for the last 4 weeks of her life. Mm so much so that her blood was found in every room of the house. Oh, my gosh. At times, he would tie her to radiators or chairs by her hair or with a ligature around her neck.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, The pathologist William Lawler said, quote, In my career, I have examined almost 600 victims of homicide, but I have never come across injuries so extensive. During the post-mortem examination, more than 150 injuries were found on her body.
0: My goodness.
1: Now I'm going to tell you some of those injuries. This is where it's going to get a little graphic. Yeah. Skip ahead a minute or so if you don't want to hear. Some of those injuries included a fractured arm, crush injuries to both hands, burns on her thigh caused by a hot iron, Scalding to her buttocks and left leg. Multiple stab wounds caused by knives, forks, and scissors. Various wounds inflicted by a spade and pruning shears. Mutilation of her ears, nose, eyebrows, mouth, lips, and genitalia. Stab wounds inside of her mouth. Both of her eyes were gouged out. Oh my gosh. There were stab wounds to the empty eye sockets, and she was partially scalped. Mm -hmm. And it was concluded that her eyes were gouged out, quote, not less than five days and not more than three weeks before her death. So she lived at the very least five days after he gouged out her eyes. Oh, man. She had been starved. She lost around 20 kilograms, which is 44 pounds. And she had no water in the days leading up to her death. The cause of death was ruled a drowning, which means that she was alive when those stab wounds inside of her eye sockets were inflicted. Mm. Yeah. When everything else was inflicted. Yeah. Because she didn't die until she
0: drowned. Yeah. Unless he did things after. But I don't think he did. Not with everything else he did when she was alive. I can't see that he would wait till after she had passed away to do any more damage.
1: Yeah. I don't think he has a conscience as far as that's too much. That's taking it too far. I don't think he has a line that has to be
0: crossed. I think his point for any wounds that he inflicted were, like you said, to torture. Mm-hmm. So to, he, to cause he, as
1: much pain as possible.
0: He wouldn't have done it after she had passed away.
1: No, I agree. Ugh. I don't think so. The prosecutor on the case, Peter Openshaw, said, quote, It was as if he deliberately disfigured her, causing her the utmost pain, distress, and degradation. The injuries were not the result of one sudden eruption of violence. They must have been caused over a long period and were so extensive and so terrible that the defendant must have deliberately and systematically tortured the girl. Her death must have been a merciful end to her torment. End quote. Ugh. And that's probably true. Yeah, her dad, Tommy, identified her body. Ugh. I cannot; don't even want to imagine. Mm-mm. And Margaret, her mom, said, "Quote: People called him an animal, but an animal wouldn't do that to another animal. He is a very evil man. I think about how much pain she must have been in, how much she must have thought we didn't love her because we didn't save her."
0: Oh my goodness. Quote, sorry.
1: Um, and she also later said when talking about the day she first met James, the bread knife, mm-hmm. she said, quote, I wish I had killed Smith myself. I want him to die just like Kelly did. Not a day goes by when I don't think that. Oh. End quote. I, I can't imagine. And there no. I feel like there's no blame on her for thinking that. That is your child, mm-hmm. your baby.
0: Right, but... I mean, not that that would be the solution. Right, but I'm just saying... She should be able to free herself from that. Yeah. That torturous mindset that she feels that they're responsible because they didn't do anything. Yeah, I mean, that's... I
1: can't imagine imagine that being on your conscience. Right. Um, James Patterson Smith went on trial where he denied murdering Kelly and had the nerve to blame her. Saying she, quote, would put me through hell, winding me up, end quote. He also claimed Kelly had, quote, a bad habit of hurting herself to make it look worse on me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I bet. So she she scalped herself just to make you look bad? Yeah. I she gouged it. out her own eyes to make you look bad. Mm-mm. Well, when they asked about the severity of her injuries, he said she dared him to do it. <laughs> Sorry. He's so stupid. That's the nicest word I can use to describe him. Yeah. Needless to say, James Patterson Smith was found guilty of Kellyanne Bates' murder after just one hour of jury deliberation. Surprised it took even that long. Right. The judge overseeing the trial, Mr. Justice Sachs, pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name, he recommended Smith serve a minimum of 20 years, stating, quote, This has been a terrible case, a catalog of depravity by one human being upon another. You are a highly dangerous person. You are an abuser of women, and I intend, so far as it is in my power, that you will abuse no more. End quote. Was he, he was sentenced to 20 years? He was sentenced to life, but I'm guessing it wasn't life without the possibility of parole. So the judge was recommending at least a minimum of 20 years before he could, was eligible for parole. I'm assuming that's it. It is the UK, so I'm not 100% if yeah. things work different. I mean, I know they do, but... Yeah. Um, the violence in this case was so extensive. The jury was offered counseling afterwards. Mm. They had to see pictures of all of her injuries, oh all of the gosh. evidence, yeah. and every single one of them received that counseling. They all
0: accepted it. Man. Because it was so bad. And then to have to look at that man? Yes. And hear him say all that stuff? Blaming her? Ugh. Yeah mm
1: He's the biggest piece of dog poop out in my yard. He's worse than the biggest piece of dog poop out in my yard. It's just evil. It is. So, when was the trial? The trial was 1997. So, he was 49. It was, like, right
0: after. Okay. So, did he serve the 20 years, or did he get out? Did he get released? Did he pass away? I have no idea. Okay. I did try
1: to find that information and was not successful. So, I'm not sure. If I do
0: find it, I will let you know. As of now, I have no idea. That's how it is sometimes. Like, you can't find anything about what happened at the end. Yeah. Like, I remember, um, I think it was Donna Yalkovich. Like, I couldn't find any information about her present day. Yeah. Or what she ended up doing after everything that happened.
1: Which, I mean, I understand, like, a lot of times they're just, like, as far away from the public eye as you can get. But you would think somebody who was sentenced to prison for that would be some kind of update. For that, yeah. But I oh, don't know, I may have to dig mm-hmm. into some newspaper stuff. But since this one was so much about domestic violence and being groomed and all of that, you know, awfulness, um, I am going to put in the show notes some resources, websites, phone numbers, and stuff for victims of domestic violence.
0: Um, I'll include the ones for here, obviously, and the ones for UK. I want to throw out there that it is never okay for someone to lay hands on somebody else. I don't care what they tell you. I don't care if they say it was your fault. It was an accident. Mm -hmm. It'll never happen again. That's not okay and it's not normal. So if you're experiencing that, you need to find a way to get out and use these resources that are going to be supplied to you. And I pray that you will. Yes. And you're not alone either because there are people that deal with it all the time.
1: And nobody be the type of person, I don't understand why they stayed. I don't understand this. You know, why would they let them do that to them? It's never that black and white. It's never that cut and dry. It's never that simple. There's always something, and a lot of the reason why people don't leave situations like that, just from what I've learned about it, is the psychological aspect of it. Yes, they are being physically abused, emotionally abused. They are also being psychologically abused. Yes. Sometimes it's brainwashing. Sometimes it's just manipulation, but it's never just
0: manipulation. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of times people are, they know that it's wrong, but they're afraid to get out because they're afraid of the backlash that would happen. Because if they don't feel like they can be 100% protected when they leave, especially if they have children, Mm -hmm. then they will stay to try to just stay alive. Yeah. Because they're afraid that they can't be protected because they think that the person who they're with is untouchable. Yeah. A lot of times the
1: person that does these types of things, they do think they're untouchable. Yeah. I mean, just look and at James Patterson Smith. He walked into the police office and was like, I accidentally killed my girlfriend. It was an accident. And he, I fully believe he thought he was going to get away with it, even with yeah. everything that happened. Yeah. I think another reason why some people don't leave these abusive situations is because they think, okay, they're doing this to me when I have done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. They're doing this to me just because I. I said no, Mm -hmm. or just because I raised my voice a little bit. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do to me if I try to leave?
0: Yeah, that's or if I yeah fight back. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about. Yeah, like they're afraid for their life that Mm -hmm. they're staying to stay alive because if they leave, then yeah, they're going to find them and they're going to be even in worse shape. Yeah,
1: I hope none of our listeners are in that situation. But if you are, those resources will be linked in the show notes for you you or if you know somebody. Yes, so. Sorry to kind of end on a bad note, but I feel like this is one that's not talked about enough.
0: Yeah. And especially not. the
1: whole age aspect of it mm-hmm. is not talked about enough. Right. And I know it's different with different ages. Ten years difference. When you're like 30.
0: 30 and 40. That's 20, not a big deal. 20, 30, deal. whatever. I mean, but 14 and 32 even. Yeah. When he was even older than that. Yeah. That's not right. And I think
1: at the time... They found out his age when, was whenever she was 16 and he was 48.
0: Mm-mm. Goodness. It's not
1: okay. But yeah, that's all I've got. Email us your personal stories, case suggestions, thoughts, theories,
0: questions, concerns. Yes. Join our Facebook group. And follow us on Instagram. Become a relative.
1: And I think that's all. Like us, follow us, rate, rate us review. honestly. <laughs> yes <laughs> um yeah. but yeah very big bummer but we hope you come back anyway yeah
0: well that's what we're here for is to spread news about true crime so yeah
1: they're not all gonna be happy-go-lucky
0: it's crime so no yeah
1: not of a not all of them <laughs> <laughs> all right bye guys bye bye Goodbye. night yeah. you